Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I brought a lad home one night. Just for chats, because I'd ride nothing, you know, yourself, and he confessed to murdering someone. Oh, I'm oh my god! up in the bed, gorilling him. How would you kill him? Did you get caught? He said he did. Did you go to prison? Said he did. Thousand more questions, as you can imagine. I'm betting to the story. I'm bananas drunk. Went and boiled the kettle and made tea because I'm in deep in the story. If that's not enough, it turned out we had a wife and three kids. You forgot to tell me about it in the club. Welcome to the Two Culties Podcast. I'm Alan Cawley. <laughs> and I'm Kieran Corrigan. Kieran Corrigan. Yup. How are you? We're here at episode number four. Can you believe it, Kieran? Four. I can't believe it. Where is the time going, lads? Where is the time going? Did you think you put up with me for four episodes? No, we'll get to send to season one now. Sure we'll see what happens if season two happens with you. Do you know what I'm saying? Getting a lot of messages now this week, Alan, saying to you to back off me. What, was I bullying you a bit? Yeah, picking I on d- me now and a whole lot and everything. You were a bit like a briar with me last week, though. You drew me I on was you. not. Ah, you were. I walked out of room to end the podcast and left you sitting there, remember? <laughs> like, like, no, that's because you yeah. needed a piece yeah <laughs> <laughs> Kieran would have an old bladder problem do you know I do I actually go to the toilet an awful lot Orna had said to me she said do you have an issue it's I, the nerves though I think it's the nerves Alan yeah, yeah you'd be yeah. shook when I was on the air anti it wasn't as bad but now like yeah, just we're nerves. going deep going quick aren't we why would the anti-D's give you make it go for a week well they chill you out like so Oh, well, I found it was a bit more the relaxed. The sphincter muscle to be not more as much relaxed. on edge, on edge, on edge, on edge, like do you know that kind of way. Yeah, maybe I need so, them as well. Yeah. I, I don't know though. I get you if you say nothing. I get you if you. <laughs> come here, can we tell you what are we going to go into? How are we starting off with you? Asher would look our favourite. Oh, come the on, sayings, but it, yeah, because I'm dying to say who the guest is. I'm absolutely buzzing, so I am. Right, do you want to introduce our brilliant yeah. guest this week? Go yeah. on, go on, give us a drum roll. Lads, we have Enya here from Give Us A Laugh. Go on, you legend. How he is. Ooh. What's the crack? Oh, look at this. Now the, the crowd. Come here, did you bring your mother? Is she in the boot or is she in the back of the car? She, I love her. I'm obsessed <laughs> with her. She'll have a smoke, she is. Oh, she'll be up in a while. I absolutely <laughs> she'll do, love her. She'll getting everyone's life stories. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love her. I love her. I lost She's her to leave me twos. Oh, no, that one, the, the, the video she done there recently, do you know, about he wanted all her bank details. Oh, I was oh, gone. Yeah. I, I have to I'm going to start putting her in tomorrow because um, she is like you just literally give her a bit of direction and like she'll do it for you you know like she is good like that so yeah, she has the comedic timing down doesn't she that's, that's why I didn't lick it off a rock and I always yeah. say to her I always say to her, what did you want to be when you were younger she's like don't know and then I'm just like well you could have been an actress like because yeah very good at it. I think I uh, I think she's living it through me yeah you know? Oh, definitely. She's a star in her own right, isn't she? She's a legend, so she is, yeah. 
I don't think- know, I was going to do a video about, you know, when you're hungover, well, you know, when you live with your parents, when you're hungover and she bursts into the room in the morning, she asks you 101 questions and all, what should she do after? You still hanging around with that girl? She's still with her fella house home at. She's a lovely girl, isn't she? And you just go to McDonald's after, what she's all like, Hundred questions. Mad one, come to the next night, do you? Stuck to the bed. Oh, and your duvet stuck to the roof of your mouth with the yeah. dryness. Oh, the- God. Now, we're usually starting now with our cult, she's saying something, but you're not culty. Yeah. Yeah, and dope true and true. Ah, but true it, and true. I, I think like it's weird because a lot of like uh, comedians from r- the rural side of Ireland um are very successful in Dublin, but for some reason Dublin comedians aren't always that successful in the rural parts of Ireland. I don't know why. Yeah, there's a bit I think there's a wariness of dubs mm. outside the pale, like the real cultures. Cause I remember I've loaded Rake Cousins and Mayo and I come with my leash acts and sound the way I do. Yeah, and some go, cousins. Like, yeah, 85. But they say to me, Oh, why do you have a Dublin accent? And do they? Yeah, and I don't sound anything like a dub, but they just think because you're up near that side, or oh, you're a dub, and you're a bit kind of like there's no something, something to be feared or something. Do you know, a fancy <laughs> yeah. person up in dub but could turn on you as quick. Yeah, yeah, like I, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's harder for me to build the audience in rural Ireland, um, because you know when you look at the likes of the two Johnnies and stuff like that, like let's be honest, like most of the country live in rural Ireland, like most of the population live in yeah. rural Ireland. Um, so it is hard to appeal to, you know, the rural side because mm. I'm not from mm. rural Ireland. I don't like, I actually went to see Coppers the Musical in uh, the Olympia and I mean 95% of the audience were like, they were all making gags about, because it's about a girl who comes up from the country. Oh, and is it up, Noreen? Like, is it? Yeah, yeah, and she lives in Dublin. She ends up coming across Coppers. But like, they're making all gags about like, you know, uh, farming and stuff like that and the audience are on their backs laughing and it's just going over my head. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, they really do have a different way of life outside Ireland don't they yeah no it is like but I remember like even when you think like you would you ever been on the bog I don't want to say I've ever been on the bog <laughs> the, no, bog's the bog too, like, <laughs> right, it's a bit personal it's the only fan stuff is it? Um, no never ever yeah, so like I suppose, Stop. yeah, we'd have grown up now running. Fuck like, it, if I'd known that I brought you in, it's not a turf. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it home to the mother. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, because like I was saying, a few people are slagging me saying like, I call dubs the Jackines. Have you heard that? Yeah, I have, yeah, but I haven't heard it in years. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like near, the nearest thing to Union Jack in Ireland. I don't know why they said that, but I suppose because you're city slickers and we're not. Yeah. And you'd have very different sayings than we would have down home like you ours are mad oh, but yeah. yours are mad as well it's not a kind of oh yeah no totally like it's just a different way of life like we never see that um, normal people you actually see how well no that's actually from Dublin but like the whole well where was actually based that, that show Sligo and Dublin isn't it between two yeah but it's, it's weird like even like coming through here like this is obviously being recorded in, in Leash like but the towns and everything are just so different like to like Dublin villages and stuff like that you know yeah. it's it's just a different way of life. Uh, you probably have better roads up there though. Oh yeah. Much well, better Everton. I live in a working class area so you know I mean? it's like fucking jack in the box going over the holes. Like, I don't know how <laughs> I haven't bust a tyre at this stage. Oh, like, it's brutal. Really the bad. roads are in a heap so they are down here. Especially, I come over to mountains to get here. There's be deers jumping across the place and everything. <laughs> oh it's beautiful though so it is and it's like you have no coverage over the whole mountain. Could be it's like I'd be petrified some nights going home in the dark now or something like that. Let's jump on the cap in the car, sure, I'd be gone. Go Did you understand any of what he said there? <laughs> oh, yeah, you probably have a clue what I'm saying. Yeah, no, yeah, I do. that's all right. So <laughs> now, Alan, like, I, I actually find so. Um, years ago, I was in a like my my youth service, the, the community center across the road from me, and they used to run a summer project. Did you just run that in down the country, like in rural areas? Like the run government, yeah, uh, this called a summer project, cool oh. camps. The witch. Cool camps. Cool camps. <laughs> that's the camp. that was the height of it. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like the government would fund like a community area and like give them X amount of money and like the community centre would bring them off on trips and off for a two week period during the oh. summer. And it was, it was brilliant. But um, like for instance, that's what I'm saying. Like you were saying, like getting dragged into a ditch or, you know, you'd be off somewhere in the Dublin mountains and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, when there'd be a busload of dubs going down to like Clear or whatever, or Clara Lara, like we, we'd be like mixing with all like the people from Rural. Ireland and it's it's just like there was an episode of The Simpsons was it Springfield and what's the other area Shelbyville yeah Shelbyville <laughs> that's what it was like um, but it was it was just different so did you just have things like that like compared to the summer project yeah we would go like I remember I wish school, I was in the bog 12 times with the GA camps <laughs> I remember when you're in school and you go up and see Hamlet or something Hamlet oh when you're up and what kind of school you were in going to see Hamlet she'd do it for oh, some I love it in the I don't do it in English did you 
Hamlet, yeah, I read Hamlet. Yeah. We didn't see it in the Helix. Yeah, so I think we'd go there as well. There'd be all these different schools and you'd have all the dubs then coming in and they're always kind of a bit few years ahead of us then down mm. the country. Like they had the flashier bits and but you know what? It, it, what really hits you when it comes to like living in Dublin, like every time, I think every dub says this when they get off a plane and they just go straight home. It takes 10 minutes to get home. Yeah. Like the people that have to get on a bus after it, after coming home from Tenerife, four hour flight and then getting on a three hour bus, like going to Cork or, you know, Galway or something like that. Bus I longer couldn't. than the fl- flight journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't be able for that. It's all, such like. a difference though, isn't it? Like I know now for a fact I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to live in Dublin because um. I'm a bit of a weirdo, like I like to be on my own and away from people, like as much as I'm on Instagram and all that kind of stuff, like, you know, she's talking to a phone, like, you know, mm. but I, I like, I like my own kind of thing. Like even when we moved into, we living in the state, it's a small estate and like where I grew up down the lane, like, you know, you'd be baiting the shite of each other out the back, mammy be calling every name and then that son. <laughs> and then when we moved into the little estate, I found that so hard for the first year and now I absolutely love it. So never know, I could move to Dublin next and absolutely love that. Huh? But yeah. you literally moved from the middle of nowhere to yeah. a tiny village with a small I know, but that was big to me. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't do well in... Shop. Have you ever been to New York? <gasps> huh? oh, I have. Oh, yeah, we got engaged that. in New York. Oh, did yeah. you? Loved it, yeah. Absolutely loved it, yeah. Do you not find it a bit overwhelming? Well, I ate, I ate for the whole week, so I did had a very nice. So it was a nice hotel. It was close to. Now, I'll never forget tonight, we were out on the boat. My cousin lives out there and he got his tickets to go out on the boat. Do you know... Not see the, the skyline yeah like and all that kind of stuff and it was nighttime. and I remember we were on the boat remember like all those attacks were happening and then we got back to Times Square and me off my head on a bottle of wine from the boat I, you were I know and from the and went into <laughs> the M&M's door and, in Times Square and came back out and all these lads big machine guys don't time to call man gone good luck Jesus yeah. never thought it was really, really dope oh, altogether and we got to the airport the day we were going home we only got engaged like the day before we went home and my two was getting up to you know, you would check in in the airport and we were like, ah, fuck, we fly first class home, like, harmless, like, you know, I know we're from Kenny and Clarine, like, thinking it'd be maybe 500 euros extra, sometimes your mum's like, about seven grand, I said, oh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, luck. like, I, I just could not just pay, pay nah. like, paying that much for, um, just a bit of extra comfort, like, I couldn't, no. I couldn't, like, I did it once on the honeymoon, but, we only, I think we got like a sale Ryanair to Miami and it was like 400 extra each. Oh, yeah, but you've loads of that was grand right. You got first class on Ryanair? No, well, it was business class. I was like, class. what's first class on Ryanair? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking roof. <laughs> well, no, it was, you had the bed and you could lie down and everything like. Oh, yeah. yeah. But look, anyway, I'm going to Oh, bring he rushes me off now when I'm talking about my Just thing, when Alan was talking there, my saying this week for the culture scene is he's a gobshite. That's he's only a gobshite. That's, 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 that's just a, a word. Saying. He's only a gobshite. Try to say gobshite, wouldn't you? Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Probably. Well. I'd probably say he's a fucking dope. Yeah, he's <laughs> a fucking dope, darling. That. This is literally like the translation. Gobshite. Yeah. You're dope. <laughs> you fucking dope. But there was someone that I'm friends with on social media, and they announced that they had a baby, and they called it Sutton. Right. Sutton. Sutton, right. And I just think in Dublin, can you imagine that? Is that something wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Sutton's not adding Sutton. up. I remember we were picking Sutton's names. Sutton's the second the, name. When we were surname. picking names for the kids, how we done it was we stood at the back door and was like, Bonnie, will you come in for dinner, will you? And I was like, yeah, no, that's nice. Teddy, will you come in, will you? Orna, I don't know what Orna, name Orna had. And I was like, oh, go away, will you? Sutton, what do you think of uh, Bambi? Oh God! The best com- fury, the like- best comment I read online was, do you know, I didn't realise there was a deer as well. I think called Tumper, and I was like, oh, if that child gets bullied in school, like, do you know, the father's going Tumper, <laughs> and I was like a Bambi Tumper. <laughs> but Bambi Fury sounds like a a, a villain in a superhero. Yeah, movie. No. Like, I'm or- surprised and half picking that because he's real thick, isn't he? Like, he's, ah, Alan, ah, he is. <laughs> no, he's harmless, but like he wouldn't Take be the brightest spark. Like, he sounds like he's just under the tongue. Like she'd say jump and he'd say how high. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, he's just literally. You just tell me what to do and how I function, and I'll just go yeah. along with it. Do you ever notice his really long arms? Really sure, by the time he was on Love Island, remember all the memes was he could stand the far side of the M15 meme. and he could <laughs> meme or meme, whatever it is, that he could stand the far side of the M15 and he'd reach the other side. Yeah, yeah. They're, down, they're down under his knees. She's a big boxer. He'd hug the world. Like. <laughs> yeah. He would. But um, what else? Like, would you understand what a harmless creator is? A what? A harmless creator. No. Like, look at the awful creator over there, like. Oh no, yeah, no, definitely the the whole culture division is showing up now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just now, it's, I think it's Irish, but it's just poor old devil kind of like, you know, or something like, you know, um, harmless creator. What was it? Like, there's a lot of sounds that my ma would say, like she was from Ballyfermot in Dublin. So like she had a lot of ones. She's like, show me a company and I'll tell you what you are. 
Show me your company. Yeah, so basically the people that you hang around with, I'll be oh, upstairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or like... Don't, That's don't, good, then. It is, like, and I actually remember that from, like, okay. my school days. You know, when they kind of, like, don't really like the gang of friends that you're hanging out with and they're, like... Rough out, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you do, your experience. What was it? Show me your company. Show me your company and I'll tell you what you are. So the company that you surround yourself with. Oh, I ain't going to say yeah. that, mate. Yeah. I ain't going to wrap that one. Put down a mug. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be selling that on Instagram next week. Like, yeah. That's a good one. So it is. Can't pay it to mammies for the scenes doing the quotes and stuff. Oh, proper Irish. And yeah. you know, I was actually going into Jamie Food Shop the other day. And like the grannies like are just they're so Dublin in, in Dublin. Like they're just you're you're, you're never gonna see that again. Like the way and mind yourself, dear no. Margaret, right? Tell the door it was that <laughs> for no, you like, won't. it's just no. It's just so much concern yeah. and they just love knowing how other people are and your family and stuff. Like, I couldn't give two fucks like a bit of my friends yeah. and their well-being. <laughs> <laughs> I, so true yeah. I work up by Christchurch there so be up in Thomas Street and Mead Street and Francis Street and you'd see them all there like the real dubs and there was this owl one and she was on a kind of mobility scooter kind of wheelchair thing. She was Benadryl. zipping around yeah and she was going across Thomas Street in the middle of all traffic not stopping front and and she just had the fag in the hand with the real long ash. And she had a big <laughs> mad hat in her and she was just going slowly across, just fucking dragging out of the fag. You know? I can't wait. And then someone came in and she, oh yeah, do you know, it was just real dope. I loved it. Like she didn't give a <laughs> shit. Like, I can't and wait till I'm older and I'm going to be like that, you know, just pure. I say I'll be a horrible yoke. But they're all, they're all obsessed with debt. Like my my mom would be talking on the phone to a friend and she'd just be like, Remember Mary, remember Mary from from uh, Murphy's pub that we used to go to. I you know her, you know her, dear, you know her. Mary that used to have the long hair and the big nose. I you know her, you know her. <laughs> like, how do you remember someone like that? Like, and why do you care that they're dead? Like, it was 20 years ago. I still don't like R.I.P. Yeah. I, it's definitely a rural thing. You're obsessed with it. I think that's everywhere. I know Orin's yeah. parents like have like a biscuit tin, you know, like Jacob's biscuit tin and they've all the memory cards to get kept in the biscuit tin. Just that's very mis- like Yu-Gi-Oh you know, cards. Like all to, to playing Snap at Christmas, like <laughs> to all to, all to memory cards. Oh, he died twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> that's very dour or something, isn't it? Like yeah, or mammy, mammy. Oh, mammy loves R.I.P. And you could be, you could go on the phone so energetic to him, like oh man, this stuff happened today, blah blah whatever. Oh yeah, like that, you know, such such stuff to die in. Just sitting like my mother-in-law's after dying. The phone yeah. would be far out here and the glasses on and they'd be... F- it's like Darius Elton. Bring it up. Joe, you know, if you showed them something on Instagram and trying to bring it oh, up Oh, the glasses closer. come out and they have to make themselves comfortable in the chair and they have to lower down the telly and everything yeah. has to be like, everything just sensed. But I, I notice now, like, this is a Dublin thing. I don't know what they do in this town of country, but they're, they're um, filming funerals now. Have you seen yeah. it? Yeah. And they're uploading it. My it parents is. to be on. No, I better not say it. It's a bit morbid. Like they do log on like, and watch I, them. I have a joke, obviously, um, in my stand up show. And I'm just like, you have people like doing these full black. They're like professional music videos. These funerals, getting drone footage of the fucking estate and everything like that. Seeing what's in people's back gardens. Someone's getting carried out of gaff. And like, oh, to like Biggie Smalls, it was all a dream and all. It was just. The big flag draped over the casket. Like. Yeah. And there's like a director behind the camera. And they're like, okay, folks, remember, Nanny's dead. She's not coming. <laughs> back okay so can we just act like it loads of tears that's it next minute an old horse strong carriage comes up as well like they're, they're <laughs> mad it's mad though, isn't it yeah like an oasis video did you ever see those videos of the funerals and I saw one woman jumped on top of the oh yeah grave yeah. down Chris into Enders? the grave no Chrissy Watts Mora I think it was down up around Longford yeah, or something I went viral yeah she jumped in but she, she hopped <gasps> she jumped down onto slid the off top of the casket I think I seen this was this on yeah. TikTok yeah I think so yeah. right and I was actually yeah, driving through yeah. somewhere recently as well. And there was a funeral. And you know what they had? They'd all like big, you know, like not an A4 page. What's the next size? The bigger one? A3. Yeah. They'd all them. <laughs> <laughs> they'd all them stuck in the back windows of the cars. Like such and such dead. And I was like, oh, I want to be cremated. Yeah, my mom wants to be cremated. Yeah. Well. Oh, no, I want to I'd rot petri- slowly into no, the ground. No, I'd be petrified. Rot I'd slowly. put the phone in and me charge one does fucking yokes to charge up the phone if you don't for plug and all that stuff and the flashlights everything I'd be petrified petrified no Why, what did you wake up yeah imagine buried <clears throat> imagine and that can, that can happen yeah but I said there's more chance if you win the lot on out and being buried alive no burn me I see there it's a water thing now isn't it 
Water. Turn you to water. Put no, you into a bottle. They, they push it into like a compost bin. Similarly. No, I'm not. Bin. I'm not compost. I don't do seen that. Seen that on no. TikTock where you can like have someone to stay and decompose and actually to make lettuce out of them. Is it because they're going all green? That's a step too far, isn't it? You basically just die oh, into sure. the moss. That's aiming right Bad now, isn't it? Dust to dust, away you go. My, like I said, my man wants to be cremated and any time like, she's acting up, I'm like, do you want to be buried? Do you want to be buried? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll keep it fucking up. <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't want Very to be compost old. now. My my dad actually, like he he's an atheist, so he always says like he wants a humanist funeral. So it's similar to like getting married in, you know, like a hotel reception, mm. like with um what what would you call um the people Celebrant. Yeah. So like he would want a funeral like that. And I was like, what are you gonna do? Book book a function room in a hotel and be laid out there? Yeah. I was thinking that because I wouldn't be religious, right? But I'd still want the old mass. Yeah. You know, really, in a church, yeah. you know, like I don't know. There was someone actually who, I actually went to a funeral recently where they were an atheist and they didn't go to the church, but the, fu- the priest refused to, to go to the grave and stuff like that. Yeah. Away. It's mad, yeah. isn't it? Oh, I God. think it's mad. So who like, did the old send off then? I think it was more just like a gathering of family and stuff. And they just had someone like a celebrant uh, say, say if you, I, I'd say it's going to be a thing now. Imagine you're at home. something and you're here, will you come up and say the few words now? No one will turn up. Yeah. Or the new thing as well is, do you know the, imagine too, if you were dead, no one came to your funeral, when you'd be mortified. I don't no, know you're dead, like, dead like. no but like see the new thing now that sitting up in well, a cloud whereas if you see if God forbid but you knew God forbid, you were yeah. dying like or something like that they're having a party I actually who's I was listening to that Steve Bartlett his podcast and him and Davina McCall I think we're talking about that was it, a really it. good podcast oh yeah. unreal I love them but basically she was brilliant and I'd love to get her on here imagine oh stop I don't think Davina's now going to play you never know <laughs> <laughs> should we have her here there you go do you live on Channel 4 please but it's do like, not swear like if you knew you were dying you have a party do you know the kind of way to oh, celebrate I would, yeah. oh, I I would as well yeah. yeah oh imagine I'd tell and them all about thinking them they were bringing flowers and stuff so she actually got to see our funeral yeah. Or like she, I actually do think that's lovely. Yeah. And do you know Facebook have this feature now? It was, I think it's gone out a couple of years now. But you leave, you can pick for someone to be in charge of your profile if you die. A star. I swear to God, yeah. So basically, if but anything happens to you, you have access to your page and they can like run it and stuff from beyond the grave. Like, it would be good to leave it to someone, though. It's not a kind of no, way, but. Be Ma- imagine me dying and like next of all, Kieran Car- Carrigan gets a notification, Enya Martin is like. <laughs> <laughs> How are you lads? Enya's gone there. Oh, no, She's up in the compost there in the local centre. Imagine that would be weird, wouldn't it? I'd probably, I'd probably go back on the drink if I was told I was going to die in a week or something. I'd probably have a big party. Would you? Yeah. Oh, I'd tear mad. the arse out of it. Yeah, I'd go mad. I'm off to drink 10 years now. <clears throat> I can't believe that. Yeah, you yeah. were saying. I remember when I was when I was considering like, going out to drink myself, you were like 10 years. So, so how do you deal with like holidays and stuff? Like, How do you find going away? Or what would your first holiday like? It was grand, yeah. Should I be up? as late as everyone talking shite like so I find when people get drunk that's easy for you they start talking more shite so I let more of my madness out so you're just kind of letting more of the madness yeah. out as the night goes Telling on Telling people what you're really thinking because you yeah. know they won't remember <laughs> but then like at least someone says oh I'm mortified I was locked I said this last night and I'm like well I have no excuse yeah do you know that kind of people I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but people go oh geez, you were locked last night and they go I don't drink and they're like oh I thought you were hammered so they think I'm hammered. So is that a good some thing or a bad are, thing? I think some people can carry themselves well without drinking. They can stay up till till the death as well. But I, I'd be the opposite. Like, you know, when someone keeps repeating themselves, yeah. are you still doing the comedy now? Are you, are you doing great? Yeah. And then are you doing any shows this weekend? And like then 10 minutes later, are you doing any shows this weekend? Like it's the same conversation. I'm like, here, I'm gone. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I'd swear, I call them potholes. Yeah, potholes. John, you're on a night out and there's a pothole. So you avoid it. Like. Right. So there's yeah. a pothole there, there's a pothole there. Just kind of <laughs> swerve around them. Yeah. Like you can kind of see them. And I kind of like, my other half, Peter now, if he's in a conversation for ages, he gets so awkward, he doesn't know how to leave it. So he'll just stay there talking just to some yeah. dogs. Yeah. But yeah. I would just talk to someone and then when they Peter start, drink. yeah, oh, I loves it. Then when they start annoying me, I don't even excuse myself. I just turn around and walk away. I'd be dog ignorant like that. Like I just leave. Oh, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, it's each each their own. Gone. You wouldn't be like the Queen when she was alive. Remember, she'd always kind of yeah, just shoot them away. Like I just turn and walk. I wouldn't even excuse myself. No, she always had, wasn't it? If she swapped her handbag into the hand or something, security would come and move her on. Like you know, just blink twice. Jesus, Alan, your dog. Oh, dog room. Give a fuck. Alan. I feel like I won. Um, what's her name? You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Oh, Anne Robinson. She's wicked, isn't she? Yeah. I just black and go on Tyler. Yeah, that's what I remember. Say. The weakest link, she used to give the wink and the whatever at the end, but she got so much Botox near the end, she couldn't give the wink. 
she be there like she was having a spasm or a or won't say strokes. I've had to nice think to of uh, scenarios where sometimes, depends on where my show is, I'll hang back um, and I'll have a, a drink or two. Like say if I, I bring like my other half with me or my mom or something, I'll hang back and have a drink. But sometimes people come up to you then and they're absolutely pissed drunk and like they, they're not like scarlet anymore. So what mm. they do is they literally pull out of you and it <laughs> get a bit much. Like I mean, pull out of you, like invade your personal space, like screaming in your ear and all because they're locked, like they mm. don't give a shit. Um, so like I've had to come up with like, you know, a code between me and my manager or me and my friends where like say this and then you know I can follow you or whatever and like get out of situation because I'm too nice sometimes and like what happens is they villainize you then and, and that's it yeah, yeah. and you you'd probably think like you know you don't want to come across ignorant because they like, could be a fan or whatever yeah. like you know one but like you need to get out of a situation yeah you need and to they need to respect you your personal space as well like just because oh you came to see me and you know I have a platform and I'm well known etc like it's not an excuse to like kind of pull out me and invade me personal to space to lick me ear like yeah like it's sometimes it gets really Boyanya you put yourself out there oh, that's me <laughs> what you expect you put yourself out there you pick up a phone and talk into it Enya <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that rats me bubbles oh, me. I know. Well, you do put yourself out there. Yeah, but so you do, do you, Alan. For I don't. I mind you my do. own. I mind my own. Could be out with that. You mind see, I'm not own. afraid you know of everything. controversy, though. I'm not afraid of controversy. I don't mind controversy, Alan. Jeez, you're getting dick with me. No, boy, I don't. I don't mind controversy, but someone's coming for you. Do you know that kind of way? It's a different story. Someone just literally has it in for you and won't rest yeah. until they see our demise. Like, know. I always wonder how many people follow me that literally can't stand me, but just are yeah. waiting for the day that, like, I get called out or I get cancelled, you know? Run for the nose. Yeah. That's all they are, to sneer. I don't think the likes of us would ever get cancelled, God forgive me, because it's if we just laugh it off and turn it into a joke or something. Yeah, you know, that's that what you way. should do. Yeah. Like, if I was ever called out for anything, like, oh my God, and your man got caught down this, and I'd just be like, I wouldn't even address it. I actually wouldn't even address yeah. it. Like, People I'd get called out, on. though, for like racism or homophobia or transphobia. They're the, like, something like that, like, there's probably no going back from. But like people try and cancel people for harmless things, like yeah, I think yeah. I think cancel culture now. I remember reading a good quote about it before. I, f- I forget what it is, but it's like they want to see more. Of, they they they've never achieved anything in their life, so they want to be famous for canceling someone. Mm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Oh, I cancelled her. I was the reason she got cancelled. Like I mm. put out a tweet and a caught fire, and then she was done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I'm a firm believer. Like you know, if someone makes a mistake and to say something. Like you know, like you've often seen people going into Love Island or that, and they could have done something like side like two or three years ago. And then to be put out, and then it'd be like everyone would be on top of them. But like, oh, yeah. do you know what? Let's we all make mistakes, and yeah. I think it's like you can only learn from something now. It's clear if they, if they did make a mistake and they want to learn from it and move on. It's not a kind of way. Oh, but when you have a platform, Karen, you can't make a mistake, you're not no. allowed to be make a mistake. People think that you aren't human, you're a robot. Do you know I what know. I mean? You, you only walk one way, like, and that, that's the horrible way to be. Like, Davina McCall actually said something really, yeah. really good on that podcast, and she said that. How can you call someone out for something that was said years ago? Like you've evolved; it's in the past. Yeah. You've learned. Like let people learn. You can't. You, they can't learn from that mistake. They tried to cancel her. I think online, and she was like, she didn't go out of her house for nearly a week or something on that podcast. She was talking about near the end of it. I don't know what it was about. Not all men. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. With the whole Me Too movement, and uh, she was basically saying like, not all men are like sex offenders or like you know. And then everyone was like jumping on her being just like, rah, 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 rah. like, are you trying to say like this person, like, these women aren't important. So like she couldn't leave the house. Yeah, But like yeah. even like, God forbid, like I could have said something homophobic years ago, do you know? Mm. And obviously I'm gay, if you haven't noticed. <gasps> Stop, yeah, Alan. Just, yeah. I'm in the, in the heels here now, but you can't see them. Fucking but hell. Like, so, like, Joe, when he was a teenager, like, he would have fucking said, I probably, I, I have, I have <laughs> said homophobic things. Do you know what I mean? Different. And if I put that as a tweet... I could be cancelled, but because I'm gay now, it wouldn't be. But you know, that kind of way, like you could. Like, like I look at some of my Facebook memories that pop up oh. and I do just delete them straight away. I'm Thank like, God the people's gone. Cancelled. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, remember spelling everything, like instead of spelling that, T-H-A-T, it'd be D-A-T and oh all. Remember God, L-U-V, like, yeah. oh, cringe. Cool. I still Two likes. Like <laughs> <laughs> Two likes and one comment, like in 2014 or whatever Famous. the fuck it was, like. Oh, mortified. Come here to tell you <clears throat> in the whole news on everything this week, just when we were talking about God, it's a very deep podcast. I'm loving it. Love all this kind of talk. We were saying, like, Adam, we're talking about burning ourselves and everything, cremation <laughs> and stuff. But, like, about <laughs> God and all that kind of stuff. I believe in God. You don't believe, no, Alan. I don't really no. know. No, I don't. Well, if someone came in and talked to me, it'd probably be a horns up over the bed. Uh, do you Are believe you know in horns? 
Um, nah, not, no, but like I, I wouldn't tell someone why they shouldn't. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I yeah. believe there's something, and I love my candlelight yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But I have to say, last night when I seen that picture out in Turkey, you know that little lad, did you see oh. him drinking out a cap and he caught between the. Oh, yeah, God, oh, I was, was like, why? I was actually like, why? What God? Like, it's just mental. That was like something out of oh, a movie, like the videos of those buildings just collapsing and like people being in them. Like, what an age are shows now? I don't really watch news renting because like I can get me down. But basically, Mammy was kind of telling me today, RIP, die on the phone. Was, that basically, I think she said it struck during the night or something. So, like, they had, was it? Is that true? Or I think so, yeah. But what's terrible, like, even because it was like southern Turkey kind of there on the Syrian borders, Turkey, Syria, like, she's like northern Syria. That's where, like, it was like the caliphate and ISIS. And that's been like, she's was in rack and ruin enough as it was. Mm. And then they're being hit by that. Like, geez, they've had no luck. Or anything there. It, like. it's, it's sad to think that they, they were overlooked. Um, even with the yeah. war going on, they were overlooked. And all of a sudden, an earthquake has has happened. Mm. And now everybody wants to, to yeah. donate and stuff. Do you know what and I mean? that rots me. And I know mm. it's all fantastic donations and all that kind of stuff and everything. But in a week's time, do you know, that there's one, that's one side of social media I don't really like. Do you know, everyone hops on something and then like it's gone a couple it's of days like later. It's like the Ukraine war to start, remember? Yeah, and everyone's like, what about, what about the war going on in Israel and stuff and, and, and Syria as well? Like, Or like even I remember putting up a picture of something. Someone says, why are you talking about this now? There's a war going on and like, do you know, and all this. I remember it was actually someone I put up about someone taking in refugees or something or like people should if they can and someone so what have you done I said well actually I had an Afghani refugee staying with us for half a year before this so that shut them up but you know people kind of like jump on bandwagons mm. and then they're gone then it's mm. just because everyone else is saying it or whatever but they no. do nothing about it like, yeah and guts. come here and now Renya, I have a couple of questions up sleeve you now do you know that kind of way it'll get going just come here when did you get going on the whole or how did you get into what you're doing I love you I think you're absolutely brilliant but come here how did you get going on it and like Facebook obviously was your first thing was it or like yeah. do you know had your jobs or like were you a nurse or a doctor opening people up or what did you do or did you had you someone slit open on the table and then like oh fuck I'm going to be a comedian off you go look I well like growing up I was always because my dad's side of the family like they were all into entertainment they were dancers and stuff like that Irish dancers like they were in pandos and stuff like that that Jane was always there and I was never afraid to like stand up on stage or stand up in front of the class in school mm. and stuff and that never bothered me and I loved doing drama workshops you know um, in my local community centre and stuff like that and when I was in school primary school of being in the school plays so but I just thought that I would have to go to college and you know get a 9 to 5 like everybody else mm. that was instilled in me it's instilled in society like mm. and what had happened was I went to college I wanted to do creative digital media so that was all to do with TV presenting radio presenting and I went for like interviews to do radio presenting and all and I'm on the radio that's now that's mad yeah. no you're on it oh I was told radio's not for you right so fuck them anyway um, <laughs> fuck them <laughs> yeah. fuck off I had the last laugh <laughs> 10 years later I built my own door but um, yeah so I went for all them interviews and I actually ended up getting advertising and marketing in college because there's a creative streak in advertising yeah. you know? and I mean, really, what I do now was you used to work in one of the similar yeah, companies I, me, I, yeah I was really good at business studies and skill and I thought well do you know what this will be one of my options then if I don't get any other and I ended up getting that and about three years into it social media like um, videos on Facebook were starting to kind of like you know blow up and your man Darren Conway and all like mm. he was you know I know him well I started seeing him doing videos and I was like to me mates I'd love to put myself out there and you know I was him and Han about for months and we were over in Tenerife I was with all them and they were just like do it do it so what I did was I, I just basically made a character based on people around my area mm. and you know like stuff that you would see on Facebook like my fella this and my fella <laughs> and biggest scumbag yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. I have to just like do relatable stuff that people can laugh at and tag their friends in and stuff. So Shando came along and I, at first I started putting the videos on my personal page. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I got like, oh, my own friends and family aren't going to like slag me or like judge me. And like they started like gathering popularity. Like, and when I look back now, like they were really poor quality, like they were in black and white and stuff. It was just weird. And um, so I have evolved big time, but when people started latching on to them and like other people were sharing them who weren't my friends, someone recommended, would you not start a public page mm, so more people can can see them? And I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. So anyway, I did. And that was like... Is that where the name came from then, is it? Giz a laugh, yeah. So I wanted to be a broad term. So I didn't want to call it Shanda, which was one of my first mm. characters. I didn't want to call it Shanda because then the page can only be about her. 
Yeah. You know, and I wanted to, I knew like down the line I would delve into other things like um, comic wise. So Gizalaf was obviously like, you can do anything that's like comedy mm. with that name. And the envision was I would like have a TV show called Gizalaf and all, but like I wouldn't probably go down that route now. Um, But then what happened was, yeah, I started picking up fire then. And I remember I pu put the first video out for the public to say, slam the laptop show. <laughs> Straight away, shoot myself. I was like, this is it. I'm putting myself out there now. There's no going back. People are either going to like give me debt and say, Scarl of a whore, I'm actually mortified. <laughs> Who is this fucking weirdo? Um, but actually people started like finding them really funny. Um, even though like back then, like the quality and stuff like that was nowhere near like probably as good as I am today. Um, obviously with practice and experience. So then after a couple of years, what had happened was they were starting to pick up like, you know, popularity and stuff. I did Mean Girls, if that was set in Dublin and all that, that was probably one of my first big ones. And I was sitting at a desk um, doing an internship after college and... I was like, I feel wasted sitting at this desk. I was like, look mm. at these videos they're picking up for. I found something that I'm good at. I want to make yeah. money doing that. And Rory Stories, who was like, we was, we started doing videos then. He contacted me. He was like, here, I'm going to give you my agent's number, like who, who gets me to work with brands and stuff. And he'll see what you can do for you. So I was like, grand. So basically I was contacted as well at the same time. I was doing a five minute set in Whelan's in Dublin, right? And it's Jesus. for beginners. So they were just like, it's a four, it's it's a first time, you know, comic slot. And I was like, no, no, absolutely no way. I was so comfortable hiding behind the camera and no one to judge me in person. You're like, just give it a go. You've not to lose. It's only five minutes. Now five minutes it's felt like eternity yeah. back then. We're now like I'm doing like an hour and 15 and I'm just like, know. that fucking flew in, you know? <laughs> but um, I done it and like, you know, the jokes weren't that great, but I got really, really good feedback on stage, even though they weren't that great looking back. And I, and I just felt a sense of calmness before I went on stage and I was like I actually feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing you know and then I slowly started doing more kind of smaller gigs then my manager had contacted me that was October 2017 mm. my manager contacted me um, January 2018 and he said would you ever consider doing shows and I was like oh no I don't know he goes no come on we'll try it um, and I ended up putting sketch shows together and brought it on tour got a couple of actors and um, played the characters on stage and then I eventually started building up my stand-up time. So I would do like 10 minutes at the start, then go into the sketches and be a character. That's a good way of doing it, kind of, between yeah, the two. Like. because I was trying to obviously get experience, build up the material, and now, like, all my shows are just purely stand-up, like, and... Deadly. Um, I ended up leaving that internship anyway. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to be on the dole. I'm going to have to accept that. I was only making 100 quid a week there anyway, you know, as an intern. Yeah. And even though I really enjoyed it and the people were lovely, I was like, I feel wasted sitting at a desk. I do. I was like, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and then I'm glad I did because now I'm, you know, making an income from it comfortably. And it's just, it's it's great. Like, it's probably one of my biggest achievements to be able to live off, to, to be able to live comfortably doing something that I love. Yeah, you know? it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, and I, create, I created my own opportunities because I put myself in I loved there, you what know? you said there. The radio refused you. And then like, what you say? You built your own door 10 years yeah. on. I loved that. But you know, you're on the radio as well. So it's kind of like another facet of the industry. It is totally, and like I've got an acting walk out of it. Like I remember, I, oh, I was in Deadly Cuts. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was brilliant. You were so good in that. You were a dirtbird. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I was actually approached on Facebook too. Gets a laugh for that. Was it? And I get, I get a lot of messages to take part in movies and stuff like that. You know, a lot of student films and all. And like my available, my availability is like really, really tight. So like when they emailed me, I just thought it was or messaged me. I just thought it was like, oh, another. Can you audition for this? Can you audition for that? And they were just like here's the budget, here's the production company. And I was like, oh God, like this is, it was a, yeah. this is legit. Like this is like going to be a big deal. And uh, yeah, I auditioned for the main girl in it, which is called Stacey and Erica. She was the hairdresser with the mom in Spain, is it? Yeah. yeah. So I was originally called in to audition for her and I didn't get it. And then they rang me back and they were just like, no, like we actually have another role for you. We think you'd be very good at, which is similar to the Shanto character. Yeah. Um, but it was weird because I was going to New York for like a week during the filming and they literally moved the whole schedule around oh, to still keep me in it. Yeah, yeah. So it's advantage yeah. It's like, mad, isn't it though? And that was such a cool experience. Like it was a proper film set and all. Like people coming up, taking your breakfast order, giving you coats all off camera and everything. Yeah. She was on Netflix. Like It was number one on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the country. It was amazing. Again, like I got that opportunity from putting myself out there online. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because think about years ago, like you had to send in tapes to RTE and all. And if, if they just refused you, that's the great thing about social media. It does have its pros and its cons, but. More pros. Oh yeah. More pros. Definitely. Um, Like if it wasn't for social media, I, I would only one game in the show back then though like I remember I did a I started off an advertising agency still and in them but um, I did a TV presenting course Park Studio back in the day I had notions of being on the camera and then um, 
remember then like so hard you like I was I had a decision I was either going to give up my job and go on the dole and try and make it for a mm. year or two because that's what kind of you nearly have to do kind of banging down doors or keep working so I kept working because probably didn't want it enough to kind of do that because you have to I'd be really hungry but I remember getting a screen test in RTE for like a player show I remember going in and oh kind of like I'm really good at like ad off you know off the cuff kind of ad lib and stuff or whatever but if I'm given a script to read I go really wooden yeah so I did that and I remember I seen it back and then oh tumbleweed nothing came of it before I went into I was and did it knock you Alan oh yeah mortified I, had, uh, I was telling the mother beat the door down North I was telling tea. the mother I was going to be the next Ryan Tumbley or something oh good luck but you're then yeah then I was like oh, I'll hang up the boots now but like as you not saying that I'm going to get anyway but like do you know like getting on to starting a podcast as a way of like doing something like with you doing your videos or yeah and I'll actually Joanne McNally actually who you know Legend. is fucking killing at the moment like I remember when she she was obviously there years before I started doing stand up and like I remember one time we were, I was doing a show on Rat Oats and I had filled out the big room I had sold out and she was upstairs like with 50 people and now she's selling out the Tree Arena the Olympia 69th in Vicar Street and like because um, of that podcast. Like yeah, and she was a mental. comedian before that, but now so many more people know her because yeah. of the podcast. And that's how simple it can be. Do you know what I mean? But like what you said, you're just putting yourself out there. Yeah. It's just and taking just, a chance. It is. Yeah. It's like you just, but you know what? I think the older you get then, the more you actually don't give a flying light. Do you know that kind of way? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'd love to know what I know now. Yeah. Back when I was 21. Or like I, on, to I only went on Instagram, I'm a four year now in February, so I was 31. Really, yeah. 31 when I went down to jail. God, I think I was, I think I was 20, 2014, so I'm 20 now. So, yeah, that would have been about nearly eight years ago, like. Yeah. Yeah. I was 21, or to me, I was 21. <laughs> I was 31, so I was. And, um, yeah, like that, I wish I'd nearly done it before. But then I think everything just happens for, and it comes to you when it's meant to be, you know, that kind of way. So, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Sure, I look, I look back and, you know, Jay, like, I think Instagram, for me, in a way, like, yeah, look, my videos are mad and all that kind of stuff and everything, but I think a lot of it is luck and people sharing it, you know, that kind of way. Oh, like, yeah. You well, see other people accounts. people can see straight through, you know. I think people know uh, he's, he or she is only in it for the fame or else they like, oh, these are actually really good at what they're doing, you know. Yeah. Mm. Like, I think, yeah, look, it, a lot of it comes from people sharing you, but people mm. aren't going to follow if they don't True, like yeah. what they see. The sharing is kind of propels you, but, like, you still have to have something. Like, if you did a video and it wasn't funny, Back in the day, and people shared it. No one would have started following unless yeah. they related to it. Like, but it, I was actually only thinking about this in the in, in the car on the way up, and I was like, "It the when I started doing videos, no one was doing it. Yeah. Nobody, and now everyone like TikTok, like is just you know." I think we can always jump on the bandwagon now like and like if you're good you're good you're going to make a name for yourself but I just think it would be so much harder now to find your niche because everybody's clutter, doing it like. there's more competition there's more clutter because like I do PT I used to do pers- well I still do I do online now like I got to search like just before COVID and then when I couldn't do shows I started working in a gym that had outdoor facilities mm. so it was great like because I couldn't do my shows or anything but when I look at the amount of people who are doing like all these like how to lose fat properly and stuff like that like there's so many people out there doing them videos and it sounds like there's like five or six people sending out the same message mm. and it's harder to stand out like things like that you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I think you just have something different though it's not that you have to really, have a different yeah. like, you know have to bring something Shtick. different to the table to stand out like that's why with this podcast it's kind of like a lot of people have podcasts to come on and just talk shite like you know it's so, so scripted I find so many mm. podcasts I know where we just kind of flow I think ours is just it's raw unedited and then obviously we're pure two boggers bog hoppers mm. so like that's the kind of but that's shtick like, we go for like yeah you have to have like an, a, an aim because if you're just sitting here talking about random shit you're just going to attract random people whereas if you have actually have a team to the podcast you're going to attract people who are interested in that team mm, yeah. you know what I mean I know it's mad like, I'm loving it though like the podcast I have to say I love yeah. it like, loving and sponsoring it to be honest but I'm loving it <laughs> <laughs> we all drink That'll be season, Coke here, right? season two Coke, Derek here. Yeah. But um I suppose what next week is Valentine's Day. Is oh. it Tuesday is Valentine's random old day for Love Valentine's is in yeah. so. I'm in a fourteen year relationship and 14? I actually Yeah, I actually forgot 16. it was next week. That's a long it's just another day, isn't I'm it? I'm ten and a half. Really? Yeah. Mad, isn't it? 
I think Kieran's it's just another day. Do you not treat it like it's another day? I know, we we do. Like, we look, we have two kids now, to be honest. So, like, well, yeah, as Orna said to me, was that place called, I think Michelle Fox, isn't it? I mean, like, Gab- Gam- Gandalock, the place you go and stay, like all lovely little cottages and all this stuff for. And Orna says to me, Glendalough. Say, That's there, something like that. Glendalough. I don't know what but she was <laughs> like to me, she's like, Kieran, when can we get to go? I said, Orna, we'd be lucky to go to the fucking Gable End yeah. with the two kids. <laughs> and you live, it's like, you know, it's. Uh, oh, I don't know how you do with the old children. I know, they're amazing. Oh, I know, know but it's like. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. Did both of them are sick to buggers in the house this week, lads? And I mean, say, like, it is tough. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I can barely look after myself for the dogs. I know. I know. It is. Oh, do you, oh, do you know? Do you want to hear something disgusting, lads? Yeah, Always. go on. So, Bonnie was in bed just night anyway. And do you know, like, obviously, she goes, Dan, I'm going to get sick. And I was kind of like, oh, she's half sleeping. I was like, come on, cop, quick, we cop. But, like, she got sick on the bedroom floor, and that was grand. So, like, the dog, Charlie, sleeps in the room. So, obviously, like, I, you know, brought Bonnie straight out to the bathroom, took Did off. Did start eating it? I went back in and he's all out. Oh, floor. my God. Oh, I was like, Charlie, you dirty, dirty yolk. I was like, oh. And he off the next morning, then go, <laughs> licking the edge table. I was like, oh, go away from me, you dirty yolk. He's oh, the poor dog. But, you, you know, you just forgot about him. Orna was in with Teddy because he was sick. And then I brought Bonnie out to give her a quick shower and take her, like, change her. And I went back in and all gone off the floor. And, like, lads, was a proper I have a fear of uh, playful, like, of vomit like I, it's called um, emetophobia I am the same so, so yeah. like now I had gone for so long without getting sick that's how I got the fear I think it went for years without vomiting so like when I see someone getting sick I'm like oh, like I panic <gasps> and it was disgusting oh, so like if I've seen it, yeah. a dog licking sick oh stop no I'm actually <laughs> that my would send me over the edge oh it's dirty <laughs> no, under the tongue yeah do you remember you'd be on a night out when you're younger and you're like right you get the feeling you're like, oh, I have about two or three minutes before I'm going to get sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you'd walk, you'd kind of saunter <laughs> to the jacks. You'd go real slow so people wouldn't think and you'd be waving to people. You'd go, well, how are you? Whatever. The minute the door closed, you're... Oh, but you didn't want anyone to know you were going to puke your ring your up. Like. You'd come back out and you'd think, oh, I, I, do, I look perfect. And you'd, the face would be bloodshot and the yeah. eyes would be bloodshot. Like you have to head thumped off in the bathroom. All the, big, all the big little dotty bruises around your face and all that. Oh, but you know where I think it stemmed from years ago, like the fear of the sick? Because my, like oh. if I was vomiting, like when I was a kid in school like and you know my mom would just be like you're not sick there's nothing wrong with you and I'm like I am I feel like I'm gonna get sick she's like well I'm still going into fucking school and then like <laughs> she I, she get the phone call then at like 11 in the morning hi Anya is after I've been violently sick in the <laughs> school <laughs> toilet and she'd have to come and pick me up and like you know she'd be kicking herself because well I could have just stayed at home you yeah. know or do you know I hate with the kids like obviously you couldn't give the milk at that then and you were kind of like watching what you're eating do you know the Diora lights yeah oh that's they're rotten oh I like them Salvina oh, no, the Diora light absolute rotten. cocktail for a hangover oh they're rotten so they are the Diora lights no, I swear by them yeah they're great especially like, when you're away in Spain yeah oh yeah. but like so what we'd ask a few people given the week that it is next week was to kind of send in a few mad dating stories or kind of but like what came in was no dating stories, they're all just one night stand stories because that's the, the audience we have. Some of them are mad. Dirty articles. So I might start off now and keep these all anonymous. But I have one girl here that sent in, when she sent in three. Oh, she's busy, busy. So this girl was living in Dubai and she got with a lad and was with him a few weeks and then found out he was actually scamming old women from other countries out of money. So she had to give him the heave ho. Like Tindler Spindler. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Then she's like, another time I was dating a fella and found out he was married to a girl in America and they just had a baby. Had to scarper as well. Finished the finished that night though and scarpered the next day. So she didn't scarper straight away. She no. said she'd like, she considered it for she a She said, right, I'll get the old leg the over tonight and then I'll leave. Do you know? She was mm. scratching an itch. Then the last one, went out on a date with a lad called Allah in Dubai. Didn't even shift him. I got a bad feeling. He caught me lying, giving him the wrong number by trying to ring my phone. Oh. Using the wrong number I'd given him. So I had to give him the correct number. He started stalking me. Went from Luck. him me- sending me nice messages to him constantly ringing and sending me abusive messages. Weirdo. I think that's a red flag. If yeah. if you... I remember before I had met Gary, um, someone had asked for my number and I gave it to them and he rang me and he goes... I just think that's a red flag. It's like, you already don't trust me. So imagine like me starting to see you. Like, do you know what I mean? That's someone. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's their thinking. You're starting kind off on like, a bad foot already. Like. Yeah, that's. Mm. I have a good one here. Now, I, I think it's gas. Got handcuffed to the stairs one Valentine's. Had a bit of fun till we couldn't find a key. What? Now, yeah, imagine that. Got handcuffed to the stairs one Valentine's. Had a bit of fun. We couldn't find a key. Imagine it. <laughs> 
Imagine if you're doing handcuffs up to the stairs. Getting the rattle up again the Getting a rattle up again the banister. Looking for the Dyson. Come here, please. My twin sister, listen to this one now. Oh, this is going weird. My twin sister was in Minute on a date going really well and they started talking about Kilkenny and how they both had family in KK, obviously Kilkenny. Turns out his granny was our granny's sister. Big families, imagine. What would they be then to each other? Third cousin. Oh, I, did, I don't know about the family anyway. now, but they definitely relate. Yeah, they're definitely related, so they are. Whatever. Yeah, but grannies were first cousins, isn't <laughs> he? Here's a good one. Right? Uh, oh, uh, he's not sticking yeah. around for the story. I one. got so drunk on a first date, I pissed me knickers. have <laughs> <laughs> there. Took them off, put oh, them into the handbag. Squelch, squelch. Oh, in the handbag? Ha- yeah, so then she handed the saturated knickers to the date and told him to pay for the taxi with her. What? Uh, yeah, she thought she was taking out 50, uh, obviously, and handed them out to Nickers. You know what I can do? Imagine. Uh, what is that? Can, can we talk about this one for a minute? What? Fair enough. We've all been caught in the hop. Pissed your Nickers. I've done it myself, right? So you'd, if that was me, take them off and leave them in behind the John and the Jacks. Yeah. And then go them. out. Why would Maybe you put a wet Nickers? It doesn't matter. Why would you put wet, pissy Nickers in your handbag? Because it smell. smell and ruin everything. And did she not feel that it was a wet Nickers when paint, like, oh, Maybe she was just bananas drunk, Alan. Still though. Why oh, did she put them in the I bag? I left her one time. Yeah, you reply to her and ask her why she put them back in you the bag? You know well and all. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honest, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I left forget one time. Uh, the... This is not to do Valentine's not on tangent. Tangent, this is not oh, to do yeah, for tangent. Ah, oh, here we go. Because you did well getting to did the tangent, I? yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but near, near and near and end, all done well. But come here to tell you, I'll never forget one time my brother, I think it was, I think it was before his wedding and like his family were all down or her family were all down and I was in Kinney Castle, we went drinking and basically like I got absolutely bananas vodka and seven up top it was great and I remember coming down the avenue to castle and I was like I'm going to get sick and they're all in the car and you know when you're sitting up in someone's mm. lead roll down the window got puked all out the window the whole way down the avenue to castle Ooh. I know there was no, not I, a Valentine's drink but it's an embarrassing drink story yeah. I'm off to drink as well no, two, days. <laughs> two days I'm two days do you have a few there aren't you um, I do okay so I brought a lad home one night just for chats you I, did no. no, this oh. is the person. And <laughs> um, what's a ride for? Um, brought a lad home one night. <laughs> just for chats because I'd ride nothing, you know, yourself. And he confessed to murdering someone. Oh, I'm oh my God. up in the bed, gorilla him. How'd you kill him? Did you get caught? He said he did. Did you go to prison? Said he did. Thousand more questions. As you can imagine, I'm betting to the story. I'm bananas drunk. Went and boiled the kettle and made tea because I'm in deep in the story. <laughs> if that's not enough, it turned out we had a wife and three kids. He forgot to tell me about it in the club. Anyways, we fell asleep and the next day I made him a coffee and grilled him some more he poured his soul out the silly bollocks then invited me to come to a cricket match to me his mates very random I was like sorry I can't but I'll get your number and we'll plan something he left and I obviously never text him then weeks later one of the Facebook community pages his face pops up as wanted for murder he never went to prison because he did a runner oh, <laughs> oh that's a Netflix series that, that is, is I don't understand series. no fear on her either that was a good twist Imagine she was more, ups- yeah. more upset over the fell- the the wife and the children than the fact that he killed someone. Imagine now when you're killing someone and waking up the next day, you take two sugars. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the, the bread knife in hand, you take two sugars. Casual as anything. No, no. I'd be petrified around if I knew somebody killed somebody and then I had to be around him or something. I'm more petrified because like, I think there's a few type of people like the likes of, say, us in here, like, we're fairly mentally stable, right? Oh, no, but terms. you could go out and about and... Do you know, you could get into some row with a stranger. Manslaughter, like. Yeah, do you know, like, you don't mean to do it, but you end up killing someone or murdering someone by accident. Not saying it's any better or worse. But do you know those people that you meet sometimes, and they're definitely psychopath because they look through you. Yeah. Do you know those type of people, like, they mightn't have done anything ever in their life bad, but you know by them there's something There's a switch. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They're the kind of people, because they don't give a fuck. They call, kill you in cold blood. Yeah, but that's what they say about like sometimes when people go to prison, they either go in and come out worse or go in and come yeah. out better. Like, so yeah. I won't be able for prison. No, no, no. I tell you, I'd be, pa- I'd be passed around in there. <laughs> Wouldn't I though? Keep the head down, but don't bend down. But you know, because some, some straight lads go in there and they'd be passed around as well, but they'd go, well, just he's 
well able for it and willing. No, well, I'm mad about myself, isn't he? Well, right. No, but not, oh, here. not the caliber of me, but you know, there wouldn't be many, so they'd be like... I have a lot of gay friends and when they tell me the amount of straight men who text them, I'm telling you now, it's definitely a fucking thing in prison, I'd say. Oh. <laughs> well, they're all in prison on their own, in fairness. Yeah, yeah. I'd be going around with a skirt up my hole. <laughs> or do you hear, what is it like... Um, just be no clothes in your doll and just walk around the place. In the centre, because I used to be obsessed with the Scissor Sisters and the mother. Oh, I'd love oh. to get him on here as well, I imagine. the Peru too. Oh, the Peru <laughs> snip. Oh, yeah, she be great to get on Michaela McCollum with the bone remember the bone up in her head I was so heavily invested in that that time I was like in the bone I was like, in the bone, <laughs> I was like what's in the bone but and basically I, I was like why why like do you know geez like Ash, they're li- caught up they're overtaken bags I whatever know, and but the like, beats and they got caught up in it all how do you think in this day and age you're going to get through Naive. an airport with that like some balls I tell you some balls big balls but I'd say they kind of agreed to something and they were in it far too deep then before they realised they wanted to get out and I said there was no getting out then once you were but she's gone on and has kids and the whole spring and everything she's living a normal enough life like yeah she, she did her time I'd she, be fucking rattling going through airport security with tweezers in my bag never yeah. mind a hundred gram worth of coke <laughs> I know imagine honest God or you know like when they're swabbing your bag and you're just thinking to yourself and even though you've nothing to be guilty about you're going they're going to find something I know dear yeah someone <laughs> could have like planted something or whatever it's like, like, you, like you know when you walk into a shop and you don't buy it and then you walk in and try, try to look like you didn't rob anything <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I remember you no I won't say what I used to when I was go on, go on go on go on no no oh, okay Enya come here what piece of advice put you on the spot now would you give to younger people um, about going online or about going online or just life in general yeah I would say like if there's something that you're really good at like find a way to capitalise on it because I think that's the dream to be able to do something that you love and be able to make a living from it um, and it doesn't matter what it is because you know I went to school with people who you know they probably weren't that bright but they'd be able to put a fitted kitchen together for you in no time do you know what I mean yeah. I wouldn't know how to put a fitted kitchen put a fitted kitchen together but they're the person I'd go to if I wanted to do with me home and that's what they're good at you know so they capitalised on that um, so I would definitely and I think social media is a great tool and yeah. it's, it's a great way to I mean you're only going to get so far with your friends and family in your area you know handing mm. out business cards like social media is like free advertising so yeah. definitely find something for any younger people like and you know they're worried about the leaving certain points and getting a college course I went to college and you know yeah I have to be mature and stuff like that but in the end I finally found something that I was good at and yeah I found my my uh, my call and, and it was something that I was good at well I hope people think I'm good at it oh, yeah. yeah you're brilliant at fair <laughs> place yeah gives a laugh will you gives a laugh you're after giving us a laugh because it's absolutely brilliant to have you on and really really enjoyed it and week number four you were on so yeah yeah. Brilliant. Number four, yeah. Wait and you see if you're at episode 100, have me back on for the anniversary. Oh, I have the Scissor Stop, Sisters imagine. on next, live from the Doka Centre. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, one of them's out. Yeah, I'm mad to get what's his name. I'd love, if anyone has a contact for Ian O'Kimana standing at the gates no. of school, I'd love yeah, to get him on to have a chat with him. Oh, he'd see how much he owes now. Like Alan's going to box head me, like, oh, don't be, put the Burks to bed. But basically, <laughs> see, he now they wouldn't leave the court today, him and the sister. Oh yeah, they're trying out the call. Ah lads, leave it's peace. Come on now, Danny. Some kept neck. Bile. Oh the here. Neck. Imagine. Do you <laughs> know what I can't do? I love that not voice note. I was in a pantomime and I had to like mime that whole voice message. Do you know I was in a pub one night and uh, my local actually and we got talking to this couple and the fella turned around and says, Do you know who my board is? And he, she was sitting there and I says, No, who? That's the the girl, the dog groomer. Go away. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, I'm Sam. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, go away. And you know, I was actually that pissed that night. Me and me fella ended up booking flights to Ibiza and then we woke up <laughs> the next day. I'm like, we we can't afford to go to Ibiza so we had to pay him off them. by the week. Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even end up going. We had to pay him back for the flights and didn't even end up fucking going. Oh, but yeah, um, that, that went off at a tangent there. But <laughs> oh, tangent. Oh, I'm <laughs> king of tangents. Absolutely loved him, so I do. But come here, how it's going to say? may put to an end now because we're charged by the hour here so if we go on over, we charge more to that kind of way. Matt's up to Peeling oranges oh, in your pocket there, okay, tell you there yeah. But come here Enya Thanks so much for coming on As I said we absolutely love you You're amazing Delight to have you down And more power to you And come here Give yourself now plug Do you have any shows coming up Brenton? I do I'm in Vicar Street On the uh-huh. 22nd of September Yeah Still tickets for Kilkenny On the 25th of February And I'm in Dunleary on The Pavilion Theatre On the 2nd of March Mad. So yeah well, I have a few to, shows coming up If you find me at Gizalaf underscore On uh, Instagram You'll see my ticket link In my profile yeah, We'll tag life for you now as well yeah, all are. the rural people be mad for you then so they will I'd say they're all following you anyway as I, I, I need to start educating myself on GAA and farming and oh, here, make up that. a character and you know just fucking <laughs> yeah get your old helmet and hurl and away you go on mm-hmm. no Jersey mm-hmm. puller down the country but come here do you want to say anything before we go you're very oh, just what I'm uh, very what uh, what'd you say uh, uh, say to me face say to me face come on Ella what, what were you going to say there do you want to say something 
Yeah, don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> but come here there. Thanks so much for coming on. Sure, I've been following you for ages and you're absolutely hilarious. So. Started following you last week. Could you come here? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. You did probably. Stop. The next time. But come here. Thanks so much anyway, lads. Thanks a million for everybody thanks, for sharing thanks, and listening. Thanks, really, thank really you. appreciate it. And keep sharing and the whole shebang. And uh, shebang. Yeah, you're all a pack of legends. And good looking, good riddance. Yeah. <laughs> good riddance. Mind yourself. Thanks, you lads. Bye, 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 bye. Bye 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 bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.